Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the MFR Coach. I'm Heather Hommel, and I help John Barnes train MFR therapists to grow their businesses and enjoy what they do. I feel very passionate about MFR therapists running financially sustainable practices. We've invested so much of our time and our money into MFR seminars on top of our already expensive degrees that give us a license to touch. And each one of us has a different money story or lens, which we view money through. And these thoughts we have about money create feelings, which lead us to take or not take certain actions, which ultimately gives us a result, right? It either gives us a thriving practice or a struggling practice. And I just want to talk to you guys about how to create that financially sustainable practice. And that goes back to really figuring out how to set your rates or when to raise prices. Okay. So money is neutral. It doesn't cause our feelings. It's an inanimate object. It's actually our thoughts about money that creates the feelings that we have. We also quite commonly make money about us. We make it about our worth, our contribution, our value. We make it really personal. It's really important to understand our thoughts about money. What is your thought about money? Awareness is key. If you have good, and I'm using air quotes, or bad thoughts, you will create good, again, with the air quotes, or bad feelings about money. And I'd like to point something out here. There are no good or bad feelings. Feelings are feelings. They're just vibrations in our body. And when we're willing to feel them, we can do a lot of epic things in our lives and in our businesses. For many therapists, we are ready to start. Or we start a business a little haphazardly, which is fine. Starting is better than not starting. But how much clarity can you get from the beginning or from right now to make important decisions in your business? And I'm going to encourage you that the word there is data. What is your data? Know your facts, okay? So when you're setting prices, when you're coming out of the gate setting those prices, what are your household bills? What are all the bills, reoccurring bills in your business? What are you planning for? What are your long-term goals? Find out the numbers to answer those questions. Take the time to dig through your bank statements, like take three months worth of your bank statements and write down all the reoccurring bills that you have. Do that for both your personal and your business, and you will figure out how much money you have to have, like that you need to have to sustain your livelihood. Many people forget this step because they're just thinking, if I go into business and I charge $60 an hour, it's way more money than I was getting paid at my job hourly, but you're not considering all of the expenses that it takes to run a business. And you're not even considering like how much 
time you have and how much you want to make in that number. Okay. So go back, start over, (laughs) take a pause, pull up those bank statements and get your calculator out and your pencil and write everything down. People are so resistant to doing that. It will take you a little bit of time, right? Like maybe an hour. And then you're going to have so much clarity for what you need to be charging. Business really is just math and drama. The math part of it is figuring out your equation, right? How much do you need to make? Plus how much do you want to make? How many hours can you work? Equals your salary. It's not that hard. We like to make it hard, but it's not, it's not that hard. Okay. So these are the facts that you need to be collecting no matter what. How many hours do you want to work? What amount of household bills do you need to cover? How much do you need to have in order to draw a salary? And how much do you want to make? I think this is a question that a lot of people don't ever think about. Like, what is your number? What is your goal? Like, do you want to have a $100,000 business? Do you want to have a take-home of $100,000? And if so, then you're going to need to make your rates a little higher because a lot of people have 30 to 50K worth of expenses easily, depending on, you know, how much continuing ed you're doing, how many seminars you're going to, how much travel is involved and how much time off you need to take to go to do all of those things, right? And you want to be able to sustain your practice. You want to be able to afford all of those things because those are fun and they increase your skills. It's important to know all of these things, all of these numbers as facts instead of guesses. So you can make decisions easily and confidently. You're not just taking a shot in the dark at what your number should be. Setting your rates can seem very personal and can also seem like there is a right way and a wrong way, but there isn't. The way you do it is perfect. I just want you to see how to take the drama out of it. And I want you to see how you're not avoiding pain by setting your rates low. Some people think if I just set my rate low, then I don't have to feel anxious about what anyone else thinks about, or I don't have to worry about my clients saying no to my services based on price. And that's just not true. You're just trading that anxiety for feeling, um, what's the feeling you get when you get underpaid? Maybe you feel resentful then. So I don't think you're winning by setting prices too low. You really aren't avoiding not feeling bad. Okay, so I'm going to go back. We're going to gather your household expenses and your business expenses, your bills, savings, goals, etc. And then what you want, decide how much take-home pay you want. And then understand your money story and manage your mind around your money story and create intentional thoughts to create the result that you want. So yeah, you might be like, money makes me super uncomfortable. I already know that going into this. What can you do to make yourself feel a little better? Most of us are going to be like, I'm just going to avoid. So by backing out of the room quietly leaves and slams the door, (laughs) right? But if you do that and you just bury your head in the sand or you just quietly leave the room, but slam the door on the way out and you don't make choices and decisions intentionally towards your business, then your business is not working for you. And this is one of the funnest parts about owning your own business is you get to create whatever you want it to be. But I want you to have an idea of what the answer is to that. What do you want it to be? One, three, five, seven, ten 10 years from now, what are your goals? 
most of us set out and we're like, I just want to help all the people. I just want to get a full schedule. I just want to be busy so I can feel like I'm helping. Yeah, that's great. That is what we want to do. But also not at your expense, not at the expense of your health or your ability to have a recreational life outside of work. Like we want you to have fun outside of work. And usually money can help with that area. So you want to make sure that you're setting your prices so that you are taking a salary and you are sustaining your livelihood outside of work. What fun are you having? Are you working too hard? Let's figure these things out and figure out how to make it even better, okay? Everyone thinks differently about money. I'm going to show you a money model that I made. Okay, the circumstance is I have $10,000 in the bank and someone's thought could be, I don't have enough money. And you might feel inadequate. And from that feeling of inadequacy, you might worry about not having enough. You might try to figure out how to get more money, compare yourself to others, and maybe you don't buy what you want or what you need. And the result there is that there really never is enough money. Now, another person could come in and it could be the same exact circumstance. I have $10,000 in the bank. And the thought could be, this is so much money and you might feel so excited, right? And you might spend it all or you might go on a trip or you might pay your bills. You know, you're going to be feeling excited, sufficient. And the result is you have plenty of money in the bank. It really is what you think about it. Your thoughts create your results always. Every person is going to have a different thought and feeling giving them different results based on the amount of money that they're either used to seeing in the bank or that is their, it's like their sufficiency number, their capacity to have. And I think it's good to figure out what your capacity to have is. Some people's capacity to have is really small. They just can't see past having a certain amount of money in their bank account. And as long as they have that low number, they're fine. And their neighbor's thinking, I'm never going to have enough. So figure out where you're at. Let's look at some common thoughts that happen when we're setting rates, okay? If I charge what I want and need, people will judge me. Who am I to charge that amount of money? I don't like selling, so I'm just going to make it cheap. This kind of thinking will likely keep you stuck. You think you're saving yourself that discomfort we talked about earlier, but you are already uncomfortable. You're so uncomfortable that you won't make the change, but then you get to be uncomfortable by not making enough money. You have to figure out if that's worth it for you. Okay, let's review. Money comes from value creation. Know how much money you truly want, which is your capacity to have. What is your number? Not how much do I deserve or how much do I want to spend, okay? And how many hours do you want to work? How much vacation time do you want to take all year long combined? And then clean up all your blocking thoughts around this. We want to believe that our price is our client's biggest objection to working with us, but it's really our client's belief in their results that is the biggest blocking obstacle. When you get really good at spotting what is going on in your client's mind, like are they having a thought that MFR just isn't for them because they don't know what MFR is and what the results are, like what is possible with MFR? Are they resistant to you, the therapist, because they don't believe you can provide those results? Or do they just not believe enough in themselves that they're going to make it to appointments and get the results that are possible? It could be any of those. 
And your job is to spot the objection and be able to teach them and educate them, lead them to knowing what is possible with MFR, what is the value of MFR, what are the results that they are actually paying for? Like, could you put a price on being able to sleep all night and go to work every day pain-free? Could you put a price on being able to play with your kids or your grandkids and not suffer afterwards? What is the price of that? So when people are saying no to your MFR therapy, they are not saying no to the price. They're saying no to what is possible. And you need to be able to inform them of that. It's not arguing with them. It's just saying like, hey, I see that you think you can't afford this, but can you afford to miss work? Can you afford to go to all these other appointments that these other modalities are offering you that you're not seeing any results? Can you afford to not give this a try? It's really being able to inform your patients. Be a leader from the beginning of the therapy session, through the therapy session to the end. When they go to pay you and they're paying your rate that you've set up, And you're making suggestions about how often they need to come back. And that's another thing about setting your rate. When you feel confident about your rate, you deliver it to your clients like it's the news. Look, this is my beautiful baby. It's my rate. It's my offer. And you think everybody else loves your offer as much as you do. You're going to deliver it like that. Like, hey, look, look at my baby. Look at my offer. Who wouldn't want this offer? This offer is amazing, right? It's the offer to feel better. And if the client is saying it's the price, they're just saying they don't understand what's available for them with this MFR. And you need to be able to explain it to them without getting caught up and anxious about them saying no. So I like to say, be thankful for the no's because it gives you an opportunity to practice so that you can get more yeses. So no is not a failure. And even if you have a client come in and they're just a one-time client, that's still not a failure because you can then review What went well in that interaction for you with that patient? What didn't go well for you and the patient? And what could you do differently next time? And when you get really good at writing this kind of review after you interact with patients, like I would write it out and see, what do you come up with from that? So then the next time when somebody comes in with the same objection, you can handle it even better because you will have had that practice. And also take note, like, how do you feel during this interaction? How did you feel going into the treatment session with the client? Were you anxious? What were you thinking about? Were you worried about your price while you were treating them? And it's okay if you were. You can do your myofascial release work and give an amazing session, even with a brain that's still going a little crazy about your prices. That's okay. You don't go from zero to in love with your price in five minutes. It might take you a while to get there. But I want you to keep thinking about the price you've set and keep building these love feelings for it so that you are so in love and so confident about it that it literally doesn't stop you in your tracks when anyone says anything about it. Because you like your reasoning behind it so much, it just literally doesn't matter. And that is the best way to feel about your rates. We don't go ask our neighbors what they think about it or ask our parents or ask other therapists what they think about it. Because then they're giving you their opinion based on their own convoluted money story too. It's enough that you have your own lens about money and you're making these critical decisions about your business. You don't need anyone else's crap on top of that, okay? So be willing to be uncomfortable and sort through your own money issues in order to figure these things out. Now, 
I am going to attach in the show notes an amazing money beliefs workbook. And if you only do that workbook, you are going to be changed as far as your money story goes. And it will help you see how you think about money and where you're blocking yourself. And then hopefully you can make even better decisions about your rates and about your money in general. All right. I hope this was helpful for you. I love talking about money. And I'm going to be back with even more stories on setting rates and the drama that goes with it in future episodes. All right. See you guys next week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR Coaches Podcast. Check out my book, The MFR Coaches Guide to Having Your Own Myofascial Release Business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.